When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, occasionally known as your mayor of PHNX, and I have no idea why I sound so happy. I feel dead inside. <laughs> I am joined, of course, by my co-host, my friend, uh, my vice mayor, the one who keeps me grounded. It's the one and only Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. You didn't have fun watching that game last night, Derek? You didn't oh, enjoy Jesse, had, uh, Like, I had fun pretending like that maybe for a minute that the Diamondbacks problems weren't uh bigger than than we've feared I had fun imagining that they might win a baseball game maybe even a series uh, I had fun imagining that the back end bullpen guys were going to come out and do their job um but mm. I was disappointed by a lot of those wants and fantasies and desires that I had last night Jesse of course this so, show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and get down uh, on the NBA play-in action. The NBA playoffs means next-level basketball. And get ready for all the action by betting the play-in tournament with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Bet Customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets instantly using our code of PHNX. Jesse, I am not mad about the Arizona Diamondbacks starting pitching uh, or pitching yeah. in general. I, I mean, Mad Bum really was pretty, he was pretty good. He was pretty good. Aside from that stretch where he couldn't really find the strike zone and decided to throw a 78 mile an hour meatball right down the middle of the plate to uh, Siri, right. he was, he was pretty good. And honestly, this takes me back to a time a long time ago when I was a much younger man. There was no gray in my beard. I had more hair on top of my head. And I used to feel this same way about watching this team when Randy Johnson would pitch. And not to compare Madison Bumgarner to Randy Johnson, but it gives that same feelings of what more can a pitcher do to win a baseball game than just give up one run? I know. Give up zero runs. I get it. But right. Madison Bumgarner is most likely not going to give up zero runs. It's most likely at least going to be one in the form of a home run like we saw last night. However, I just get frustrated with the fact that this team is so bad offensively right now. They are so yeah. lost offensively right now that they couldn't give him the run support 
uh, when he goes out there and and not throws a I'm not calling it a gem, but at this time of the year, especially after we, we saw in the first start, uh, a, a, a damn good game. He he threw a damn good game last night. The team batting average improved overall, Derek. I don't know what you're talking about with the offense not being good. They were four for 30, four which for is a, 30. One, a 133 batting average, which uh, is up from the 129 team batting average that they had prior to this game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, do, no, how is that uh, possible? You go four for thirty and you raise your batting average. How? What? It's pretty. Why? It's pretty how? scary. It's pretty scary. Oh. Um, yeah, though. Mad Mad Bum was he was okay. Um, I honestly think five innings, one run is probably. Um, I think that sounds better than how good I think Mad Bum actually was on the season. He has six walks in eight innings compared to four strikeouts which is a very backward sort of ratio. You want to have, you know, at least two or three times as many strikeouts as walks if you're a guy like him. Um, but nonetheless, he certainly kept the Diamondbacks in the game. And like you said earlier, the team has generally managed to stay in games. The pitching side of this baseball team has generally managed to give the team a consistent chance to win. The one exception, of course, being the, the Caleb Smith ordeal uh, on Sunday. But outside of that, this Diamondbacks team um, has generally remained competitive on the pitching side of things. And this offense is just, uh, yeah, it's been brutal. Um, Christian Walker hit his second home run of the season. That was good to see. But other than that, I mean, you're basically getting nothing. There was, there was one inning where David Peralta hit a leadoff double and the Diamondbacks couldn't get him home. And it just, it just kind of feels like any time a Diamondbacks hitters at the plate, my baseline assumption is that they're going to get out. Like it doesn't even... It feels like a very overwhelmingly pleasant surprise if a Diamondbacks hitter reaches base right now. Um, and unfortunately, that's really what's what reality has been, right? I mean, they're they're looking at a team batting average of a buck thirty right now through five games. And I guess maybe we can see that as um something that's only destined to go upwards, which certainly it is. And you know, the Diamondbacks certainly have a lot of room for improvement. It's not like they're playing their best baseball and they're one and four. Um but we also haven't seen much good baseball from this team just yet. And uh, I think a lot of people are starting to get concerned and, and rightfully so. Not only am I concerned about their offense, but I'm concerned about what the hell exactly they're doing at times. We did shows. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we did shows about this team. Um, having a battery of Drew Ellis, Josh Van Meter, Josh Rojas at third base. Uh, and now none of those guys are playing third base for this team. And True. They have two brand new guys, essentially, that they've brought in to fill that role. This doesn't seem like a well-designed plan. Hmm. That's a that's a fair point. Yeah, Yanni Hernandez is the new guy that the Diamondbacks um, just brought up. They sent Drew Ellis down to Reno, and last night we got to see him in a game for the first time. He's kind of a he's a really interesting player from a scouting standpoint. Um, I looked at the midseason a midseason top thirty prospects list for the Rangers from last year, and he was number twenty nine. Uh, so he was on the list. He wasn't necessarily very highly thought of. Um, he's only twenty three years old. Uh, but it's a very odd 
um, a very odd skill set for a third baseman. There doesn't seem to be a whole lot of power there. Um, and yet he's like this pretty incredible base dealer, uh, from what I can tell. He had a number of big base stealing seasons in the minors. Uh, and last year with Texas, he had 11 stolen bases in 13 attempts, which is pretty good. Not really what you're used to seeing for a guy who plays third base. Um, but nonetheless, the offensive numbers from his time with the Rangers um, were certainly not great. And OPS under 600 with them last year. So you're not really expecting to get much from from this guy this isn't like the solution to the diamondbacks third base problem but i think it's really telling about what they feel about uh, where drew ellis really is right now uh, the fact that he is just clearly not ready for this opportunity at the big league level an opportunity that he was kind of forced into by the fact that josh rojas got hurt before the season started um so yeah i don't know if yanni hernandez and sergio alcantara is really the most exciting duo at third base, but that's kind of where the diamondbacks are at. They made the choice to not go out and get outside help at that position. And, you know, it, right now it looks like another hole in the lineup, just another spot in the lineup that you really can't count on, on a, on a daily basis for this team. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing in a lot of ways, Jesse, but <laughs> I'll, I'll do you think you. do you think they should do you think they should go get a third baseman if if Josh Rojas is uh two two and a half weeks out or three weeks out from from right now do you think they should go get a third baseman just for these next few weeks I don't think Josh Rojas is necessarily the answer at third base so yes yes if okay. you're asking me that but I feel like there's not that many options I don't feel like it's that easy for them to go out and do that Right, I don't know what other teams are seeking right now, right? But I definitely know that the Diamondbacks don't have enough to offer, you know, um, I don't think in a trade, uh, but I, I don't know. I mean, right now you take a look at like their catching situation and Jose Herrera is starting an awful lot uh, yeah. for, for Carson Kelly being their guy. And I'm not. And he looks great defensively. Jose Herrera made a couple of incredible plays incredible today. Incredible plays tonight. He absolutely did stuff that we don't really see Carson make. You pair that with the fact that Carson Kelly is now 0 for 12 to start the season, and you just have to question, you know, if I don't think anybody's position is guaranteed on this team. Cattell being maybe the one exception, but yeah. if someone like Herrera comes in and starts outplaying. You know, Carson, I could absolutely see him winning the position, even if he's not being he's, he's not better offensively. But hell, at least he has a walk where Carson <laughs> doesn't even have a walk. Carson has five strikeouts on the year, you know, wow. so I, I don't know, man. I'm I'm a bit concerned there and I'm sure we'll be reviewing it. I'm going to have a piece up on uh, gophnx.com about a, a little guide to being in Arizona Diamondbacks fan this season. And uh, hopefully it it helps you get through this tough year because do Diamondbacks fans still exist, right? Eric? Are there are there still well, Diamondbacks fans floating around I in mean, the abyss somewhere? The, <laughs> I believe I start the article off with shaming people for choosing to be an Arizona Diamondbacks fan, much like Captain America does. <laughs> You've done this to yourself. Videos. Yeah, you really. <laughs> so you screwed up, basically. Is where we're at. If you're an Arizona Diamondbacks. <laughs> 
you know. So you're so you're an Arizona Diamondbacks fan. So you they need screwed. help. Everyone needs help, Derek. You're, I hope you're going to to help them with this. I hope so, and I hope that it brings a little bit of joy to you uh, and a little bit of levity to this situation because I don't I, I intend for it to be a a bit humorous, but at the same time, maybe a bit cathartic for what we're going to face this year. I am foolishly, I'm not even going to call it cautiously, I'm foolishly optimistic that this team is going to get things rolling. I have, I saw how they, I mean, I think the reason why I feel this way is because I felt this exact way the first week of spring training. And then all of a sudden I was like, shit, they put up 10 runs. Shit, they put up like 10 runs again. Like it, it seemed like all of a sudden they got on a roll and then they couldn't stop scoring. And even in losses, they were still putting up a bunch of runs. So I, I believe that this is within them. I just don't know when they'll start believing it's within mm. them. And again, mm. you can get that piece on being a Diamondbacks fan and a guide to the 2022 season on gophnx.com. If you're not a member already, please sign up to do so. We'd love you to be a part of our family uh, here at gophnx.com. You can sign up to get an annual membership that we continue to talk about, and you'll get your free t-shirt over at the phnxlocker.com and get our brand new design the phnx rattler over there as your free t-shirt if you sign up to become an annual member if you're not interested in the annual membership sign up to become a month-to-month member and you'll get your first month for just 50 cents if you like what you see you can continue going month to month you can go annual if you don't like what you see you you can just cancel and complain to my boss Saul but don't say it's because of me please just don't you know whatever reason you don't want to continue as a member just make sure you don't say it's me but that doesn't happen that doesn't happen because people that join the phnx family stick around they have a good time they enjoy the wonderful content coming out from our phnx team as well as the members only kind of exclusives where you'll get members only discounts over to phnxlocker.com as well as well as join our members only discord where we're gonna be having fun playing games and doing whatever we can to keep ourselves occupied this baseball season so uh, sign up today over at gophnx.com. Uh, Jesse, I want to play a little game with you without you looking at any stats. Let's Ooh, let's uh-oh. play let's let's play a little offensive jeopardy, which is what the Arizona Diamondbacks kind of are in right now. Jesse, mm. I want to ask you who currently on the Arizona Diamondbacks has the highest batting average? There are two guys, and they are tied with the same batting average. You can give me either player or both. Mm. Uh, I think Seth Beer is one of them. That would be one of them. Jake McCarthy being the other. Uh, Yeah, he's one for four, right? Yeah. Uh, This person leads the team in on-base percentage. Ooh. That's tough because they've had a lot of guys draw a lot of walks. Yep. Um but have terrible so it's, batting averages. Yeah, so it's probably someone who's hitting like 091 or something, but has an on-base percentage of like 400. Um, mm, I'm going to say Geraldo Perdomo. Ding, 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 ding. And you were right about that. Uh, average 083, on-base percentage 353. 353 is the highest on-base percentage on this team. Yeah, right now, that's not even... Yeah, 353 highest on base percentage for a guy who's hitting 083. And then the highest batting average that we mentioned before, both Seth Beer and Jake McCarthy are hitting 250, which is not particularly inspiring. So, yeah. yeah. Yes. It's not great. Things aren't great. Um, I guess the other question I had is uh, 
this person leads the team in hits, Jesse? Mm, well, I mean, I don't think anyone has more than like three. Um, leads the team in hits. Uh, it's probably not Seth Beer because I don't think he's 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 sat out a couple of these games. Um, I'm gonna say uh, Christian Walker. Close. Both of the guys you named have three hits. David Peralta has four hits. Ah, uh, David Peralta. Yeah, David yeah. Peralta. I should have gotten that. Yeah. yeah, he's he's been knocking around the field a bit, but hasn't been walking as as much as some of his counterparts there. Uh, but yeah, like overall, um, Geraldo Perdomo and Dalton Varsho have both drawn five walks on the season. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, they've I, been patient. They're taking, you know, they're they're putting up some decent at bats. It just seems like the mistakes are just not being hit. Yeah, maybe, maybe patient. it's maybe yeah. they're a little bit too passive, and when the mistake pitches do come, they're just not really ready for them. But man, if I had if I had a dollar for every like you know, meatball fastball that's right. just been fouled back to the screen. It's uh, they're just missing them. And it feels like they're probably not off by that much, but Dalton Varsho in particular, it feels like he's, he's putting up good at bats and we know that he has a pretty solid swing and he's capable of hitting major league pitching. He just like his timing is just not there right now. And when those mistake pitches come, he's just not squaring them up. Like we saw at the end of last year. One of the things that stuck with me about an interview that we did with Alec Thomas was Alec Thomas was challenged to essentially at one point because of him being a bit over overzealous at the plate. Uh, he was challenged to leave the bat on his shoulder until he received like a, until after the first strike called strike. Right. So right. no matter how many pitches he got prior to that, he was supposed to not swing until he got, you know, his first strike. And, you know, it was a bit difficult from him, for him. And this this kind of is reminiscent to me of that kind of challenge. The Diamondbacks have obviously been tasked with being more patient at the plate. And it's working. But at the same time, Jesse, they are making every single starting pitcher they, look, they, they face look like an absolute stud. And yeah. tonight... You Darvish, who almost no hit the Diamondbacks, gave up six earned runs in the first inning to the San Francisco Giants. So I, I don't have an answer here for the problem. I, I don't have a solution. I don't know what's wrong with this team. It's so weird that it's a team-wide issue. It's so yeah. weird with new coaches bring, being brought in that this is still a carryover from last season. And again. We've joked about me being very impatient, thinking that this was like a magic potion that you drink, you, drink <laughs> some of, you know, Mather's tears. And like, next thing you know, you're hitting 462. But I, I did slightly buy into the the magic potion with Brent Strom just because of the reputation that that man has. Well, but, yeah. uh, and again, you heard that story about how soon he got to work with Zach Gallon when they thought that they were just going to have a casual like meeting. Hi, I'm Zach. Hi, I'm Brent kind of thing. And right, instead, right. Dude, they got right down to business. This dude knew what changeups he was throwing in sixth grade. You know what I mean? Like it's wild how much information Did Zach Gallon throw a changeup in sixth grade. 
No, I'm just I'm, I'm talking about okay. I'm talking okay. about it was a come on, Jesse. I bet he did. I bet he did. It's fact. You know that. <laughs> I just mean that Brent Strom showed up to this meeting with him at a coffee house with like a folder, like a big old file on him already that he had right. compiled on stuff about him, stuff about his career, everything about him, right? So yeah, I felt I fell into that trap myself. And again, the pitching really isn't the problem, right? Like yeah. Say what you will, even about that Caleb Smith start. The pitching for me is really only the problem when you talk about Mark Melanson. The yeah, Ian Kennedy had a great a showing a... last night, right? Yeah, but Mark Mark Melanson has really it's, it's troublesome. It is troublesome. Not only as you pointed out, is his cutter averaging two miles per hour slower this year than it was last year, but yeah. last night he was so off. He was so out of the strike zone and it's crazy because Altuve struggled and he basically gave Altuve what appeared to be like a non-intentional intentional walk even though that didn't yeah. seem to be the case it, I mean maybe they bailed out after one point but it really didn't seem I, like that was the game plan going up at that at bat against Altuve I I wonder about that at bat I really yeah I really don't think that that Mark Melanson was trying to walk him from the get-go no. because no. Mark Melan I mean yeah, Michael Brantley is on deck, and that's a – I mean, Michael Brantley is one of the best left-handed hitters in the game. doesn't really make sense to work around Altuve to get to a guy like Michael Brantley. And Especially when Altuve was over, over three at that point, and Altuve was, I think, right. or, uh, Brantley was two for three, I think, with two singles. You, you, maybe Michael, two Michael Brantley is going to be like 48 years old and still batting 320 in this league. He's it's just why that David, kind of a hitter. That's who David Peralta went to his house in the offseason to work on his uh, and swing. And right. on the broadcast last night, they were even showing a side-by-side -side comparison to how similar David Peralta's yeah. swing is to Michael Brantley, which is not a terrible person to mimic no. their swing and, and work no. with when it comes to hitting. Unfortunately, though, we're not seeing that translate over just yet to David Peralta having the same success that we saw him have in the spring. Right. But I'm I'm again, I'm not that worried because I still think David Peralta looks much better than he did last season. And I think he's going to get back on track. Pun completely intended. I totally meant to do that. <laughs> and I don't regret anything. Melanson, though, that guy, you know, when you talk about the Diamondbacks actually going out and spending money on a couple of guys. Let's be honest. That's the that's the guys that can't shit the bed. That's the guys that we don't want to see come up short. And it's yeah. it's, it's almost a, again when you talk about having you know deja vu from the 2021 season, going out and picking up two back end relievers that we thought were going to solidify the bullpen at least when it came to close games, and them not working out. Uh, it seems like the exact same book I read last year, Jesse. I feel yeah. like. <laughs> They didn't even change the ending or the names or anything. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess the one difference is last year's relievers got hurt at the beginning, like Joaquin Soria and um, Tyler Clippard and uh, Chris Davinsky went down pretty quick too. Like all of their vet relievers last year were just like injured for the first half of the season. Um, at least Melanson and, and Ian Kennedy are here and healthy. But yeah, Mark Melanson was kind of a, just kind of a mess. Uh, yeah, 90 mile an hour cutter. You're going to have to be very fine with your location on that kind of a pitch. And and he was spraying it all over the place. He didn't really know where it was going. Uh, the curveball kind of came and went. 
Uh, it seemed like he was trying to drop it in for a strike, um, and he just couldn't. He was pretty much burying it in the dirt or not throwing it at all. Um, and when you're down in the count, burying it in the dirt is not really going to do you much good. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm concerned about about the bullpen situation. I honestly don't even think that Ian Kennedy looked that great. Uh, he did get the three outs. It was a one, two, three inning. He still hasn't gotten anyone to swing and miss in either of his two outings this year. Um, so uh, not something I'm alarmed about, but I wouldn't say I've been like impressed by Ian Kennedy either. So they might be in trouble on the back end, Derek. And and you're absolutely right. We've, we've, uh, seen that movie and got that t-shirt, uh, over and over again uh, here in the Valley over the last few years. I will say though, at least Ian Kennedy came in last night and did his job. Yeah. And that, and that is why I'm giving, uh, the OGs Indica, forgettable performance award to <laughs> Mark Melanson. That's not an official nice. thing, but I'm going to make an official word. Like the OG <laughs> Indica, I want to forget this performance award, you know, uh, and it's, it's, this is where you take your OGs gummies, which is one of Arizona's first scratch made cannabis kitchens. Uh, OGs is great. And it's dedicated to creative, innovative and memorable cannabis infused products that flavor life's journeys and help you forget nights like last night uh their orange creamsicle gummy tastes like a damn dream it's like the ice cream truck coming through your neighborhood but instead it's delightful gummy uh and it's you know full of thc we've heard uh our girl mac and our boy Saul here enjoy the creamsicle indica gummy after a long day of shows here at phnx so uh shout out to mac and Saul. and again if you want to have a good night's sleep try that indica uh, and or go with the sativa if you want an enjoyable afternoon of watching cartoons with your kids. I don't know, but whatever you want to do, go out and try the OG's brands because OG's edibles, uh, they're delicious and they're flavoring life. Uh, we're both Arizona brands, so let's show them some love if you're interested in trying the amazing, del- amazingly delicious variety of flavors that OG's brands has to offer. Go to ogsbrands.com, that's O G E E Z brands.com to find OG's near you. Ah, Jesse, I think that at this point, um, I don't know what to look forward to. The Mets look like a very dominant (laughs) team, and the Arizona Diamondbacks are coming up soon. Uh, (laughs) The Nationals put up a lot of runs. They put up 11 runs yesterday against the Braves, Jesse. I think that's the thing that's frustrating, right? When I look around the league, yeah, the teams that are supposed to lose are losing, right? But the Athletics put up eight runs in a loss against the Rays, right? Yeah, you know, at least they're the kind Orioles, of losing in a more bearable fashion. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> you know, like the Rockies are playing out of their mind right now. Hats yeah. off to them. The The Giants hung up 13 runs on the Padres that seemed unbeatable when we were playing them. So what does that mean? Are the, are the Giants going to beat us by 40 runs? Like, what's going to happen when we play the Giants? I just based on... <laughs> basic math i feel like that's not going to go well for us like that's the thing i think that's most frustrating is that i don't know what's so wrong with this team but what i am seeing across the league is a lot of the bad teams still be able to hang up a whole bunch of runs and even squeak out some wins against some of these better teams they're playing right again the uh tigers beat the uh red Sox three to one yesterday guardians have been putting up 10 runs in a lot of their games uh athletics won yesterday or, or two days ago i'm sorry 13 to 2 against the race so like there is just a lot of scores when you look up at the scoreboard that kind of have me scratching my head and wondering what the hell uh is wrong with my baseball team 
Mm. That's fair. It's uh, hard to argue with those uh, with those types of questions right now. I think um, I think what's unfortunate is that when the Diamondbacks have been bad in the past, they've usually hung around for a little bit. You know, they've given they've yeah. given fans yeah, something exactly. to be kind of intrigued by. You know, kind of wondering about for maybe a month or so, and that even happened last year. Uh, when the Diamondbacks won 52 games, they were an above 500 baseball team after the month of April, which is mind boggling, right? I mean, how much fun it would be if, you know, even if this Diamondbacks team ultimately turns into something that's that's really not great this year, as we're expecting. Wouldn't it be kind of fun if they finished April, you know, 15 and 14 or whatever and, and gave people oh, something, to, something to talk about? But great. yeah, but they're they're in danger with this start of just kind of, you know, coming out of the gate and putting themselves in a position to be irrelevant from day one and never really recovering that relevance throughout the season. And I don't want to get overly dramatic here because it's still just five games. And I mean, you know, the Dodgers are two and two and, and, you know, there are other teams that are very good that haven't played well. The diamondbacks are hitting a buck 30. That's obviously going to go up. Um, But it's a possibility with a team like the D backs. That's not expected to do that much. If you get if you get off to a rotten start like this, you might not ever really recover in a way that regains fans interest. And that would be really sad for for this season to go by. And there really never being a point in the year where we're at least somewhat curious, you know, about whether this Diamondbacks team might be a little better than we thought they were from the beginning. They've made a pretty um, a pretty clear statement uh, for the opposite. I just. I can't help but wonder how many of these guys that were on the team last year went to bed last night and before they closed their eyes and fell asleep, thought, oh, shit, here we go again. Yeah. Right? That yeah. feeling of, oh, shit, here we go again, when they were part of this team that spiraled into having the longest road losing streak in modern baseball history that had the longest losing streak in franchise history that just didn't know when the losses were going to stop and what was wrong with this team and when you know where where the wins were going to come from you know that that thought is in so many heads right now in that in that clubhouse yeah. and that's that's really probably the biggest thing that they still need to overcome it's it, it yeah it's a completely different season and completely different circumstances but you know when you go through the losing that they went through last year it's it's it it might be hard if not impossible to recover from mentally thinking that this team the way it's constructed can be good can win the 82 games I foolishly predicted <laughs> they would win this season. So, so at this point they would have to go 81 and 76 in order to finish 82 and 80. I'm not, I'm, we're, we're not doing that kind of math this early. Pal. Okay. We're not right. doing that, but we'll say that late. <laughs> I'm just look, doing that. I'm just doing the finished over 500 program. last year to start the month of April. And we saw how terribly that went. So things yeah. can change. And I'm not convinced yet that this team is as bad as we've seen they just need again some things to roll their way a little belief in themselves yeah. they had stuff rolling last night and they just couldn't put 
you know, two hits and a couple of, you know, a walk and some hits together to put some more runs on the scoreboard, even though that they looked like they were fully capable of it at times. So they yeah. do have another set today, uh, an afternoon game, 1240. So if you're listening to this, there's a good chance you need to get your shoes on and get ready because this game is happening very soon. Um, so please, if you see me out at the ballpark, do me a favor. Don't yell, hey, Derek, and then run away. Just come talk to me like a normal person. People have been doing that, and it terrifies me. I'm going to be honest with you. And now that's all people are going to do now that I put that out there in the universe. But I love to talk to people. Uh, I love to come sit and uh, hang out with you and watch baseball. So if you're part of our PHNX family, if you're listening to the show and you see me at the ballpark, please come come chat with me, hang out. I, I love to meet you guys, especially uh, so many of you that I haven't had a chance to meet yet in person. Of course, you can find me on Twitter as well as Jesse. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs, but all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Don't forget to go to our friends over at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and get ready for the NBA action. That is right. We got lots of NBA play and action happening, and you can get a bunch of money and free bets for basically doing next to nothing. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win, and you will get $150 in free bets instantly. You clinch a win no matter what happens in the tournament. And, of course, you know who's not. Jesse, you know who's not in the play-in tournament. It's the Phoenix Suns. because They the don't Phoenix play Suns until Sunday. The in the NBA. I'm losing my voice, but, yeah. Um, all DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on NBA hoops with same-game parlays by combining multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you win. Uh, legit, you can add more legs than a double-decker octopus. They made me say that, and I don't know what a double-decker octopus is, but that's in the ad read, so you guys get that for your <laughs> for your listening pleasure. Plus, for each day of the play and get a risk-free bet up to $10 if your same-game parlay doesn't hit which is awesome. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the play-in tournament and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code PHNX, PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 and over only. Arizona only. Gambling problem. Dial 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And thank you guys again so much for checking out the show. We appreciate you for checking out our sponsors. We appreciate you for signing up for a membership over at gophnx.com. If you haven't done so already, please do so and get your free t-shirt over at phnxlocker.com for signing up for that annual membership. Oh, Jesse, one more against the Astros, and then the Diamondbacks go on their first road trip of the year to New York and to Washington, D.C. So maybe yeah. uh, maybe maybe getting away from Chase Field might help them out let's see can we uh, can we can we finish with some good news here i got some good news let's do it so uh the visalia rawhide played last night as well and one jordan lawler was four for six with hey! a double a stolen base an rbi and a run scored um corbin carroll was also three for five last night with a run scored as well he faced That's bobby miller to start for- that game bobby miller is a um, pretty highly touted prospect who threw 100 miles an hour in that game. Um, so yeah, we got some uh, we got some good things happening. Davison Dolas Santos, uh, another one, three for six with an RBI uh, yesterday for uh, the Visalia Rawhide. Very high so, on that guy. 
very high on that yeah. guy. That guy looks great. He looked great out yeah. in the camp. So, yeah, some good things for the future. So, thanks, good Jesse. Things. Thanks for brightening the mood a little bit. That's what I keep you around here for. We That's what I'm so here much. for. That's what I'm here uh, for. And we thank you guys for checking out the show. We thank you for, for being here. And we thank you for being Arizona Diamondbacks fans. We know it's not always easy. So, we appreciate you guys. On behalf of Jesse and myself, thank you so much for taking the time to check out this week's show. Uh, and remember, kids, baseball is fun. But it's so much more fun when the Diamondbacks can figure out how to hit the ball.